Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> If you're going to bring back the Las Vegas franchise, it has to be outlaws. They had one of the sweetest looking logos on the helmet. Mother of God. Especially when you have a shirtless Rodney Dangerfield. God bless Rodney Dangerfield. Rest in peace. But put on a shirt, man. Don't nobody want to see that. You put that on right now. You'll be headline news on Fox News. One, sell this on. One, is this or is this not the XFL? Yes, it is. Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Gentlemen, I am your host, Jim Renee, a.k.a. J-Dash, and welcome to another episode of the Extreme Football Podcast. Episode 6, The Springtime War. Almost got a little Star Wars little vibe in it, but nothing to be talked about in Star Wars ramble things, even though that movie comes out pretty soon. But today, this subject matter is something that is going to be really heated. Um, me and my co-host will kind of bounce ideas off of each other. We're not going to be attacking each other. We're going to be attacking this so-called league that has been in rumored to be in, you know, building behind the scenes for three years. BS, excuse my language. But anyways, no further ado, let's get the show going. And of course, my partner, Wrestling Movie Guy. Good morning, Vietnam. Yeah, man, looks like we are about to... Step into a war. This is the Wrestling Movie Guy. Happy to join you guys as always. Woo, man. A-A-F. That, dude, that really came out of nowhere. I was not expecting this news. <laughs> What's up, man? You are feeling some type of way about this. So I'm going to let you start this off. But only thing I'm going to say for the moment is, yo, Charlie Abisol, WTF, man. Like, what is this? First off. We have seen over the last two months, basically, two months from today, or roughly around the day, is when Vince McMahon made the announcement that the Extreme Football League will be returning. Unfortunately, oh, bro, you're having my voice big time in the background. You're echoing like crazy today. Oh, my apologies. Well, let me turn that mic down a little bit then. <laughs> All right, bro. My bad. See, we're not even professionals, ladies. So we do kind of mess up. But anyways, back to the subject. We're professionals? Or kind That's of, maybe. Idea. Not really. Um, I don't care. But 
when Vince McMahon made the announcement two months ago, roughly around this time, end of January, he made it known that the Extreme Football League is going to be relaunched. And when he made that relaunch, we have seen the media and multiple outlets attack the XFL for a different variety of things, political ideas, anti-protest, whatever. And the XFL itself was launched. And the fans, of course, like me and my co-host, we started doing this podcast because we're excited about the XFL. And all of a sudden, the NFL knew something was happening. And they know they were trying to get a minor league thing going. And there was talks about it like 10 years ago when they lost a European league. Uh, But all of a sudden, it was just dead air. And the NFL really doesn't care about minor league because, of course, they got the combine and they got – six months worth of draft coverage before the actual damn draft and you have OTAs, the NFL doesn't care about minor league. And all of a sudden, just roughly six weeks after uh, our Fura, Vince McMahon, announced the launch of the XFL, these NFL washups, Heinz Ward, Troy Palomalu, Justin Tuck, uh, what's the other one? The defensive end. Was it Lane, I think it is? I forgot that oh. again. He uh, played we got for Philadelphia. Jared Allen. Well, the Jared whole lineup. That, yeah, everybody that's involved is Charlie Ebersol is a co-founder, CEO. Bill Polian, co-founder uh, and head of football. Then, as far as like head of relations, operations, and executives, you got Troy Polamalu, yeah. J.K. McVeigh, Tom Vett, Heinz Ward, Jared Allen, and Justin Tuck. Washups. Yeah, but they I don't were, know if you say they're all washups. I mean, you got a couple. But Super they Bowl were all. They were, I'm not. I'm not. They're no longer about involved. <laughs> exactly. They they were great players at the time, and mm-hmm. I just find it kind of odd that in six weeks after Vince McMahon made the sub announcement that XFL was returning, and Vince McMahon had stated that he knew his mistakes he did the first time, and he's going to establish a league in two years. He wants to have his basis. He wants to get everything all checked. And Arbasol, Herbasol, I just call him Herbasol. He's so weird. Herbasol. Uh, he Dick announced Ebersol. it. Yep, Dick Ebersol. He announced this <laughs> new league, and he is doing exactly what Vince McMahon did the first time. Rushing the league in 10 months, saying that he's going to announce teams in three, in three months, and he's going to have everything – established he has a tv network on cbs okay the launch the week after the super bowl okay uh you know that you're going to be promoting during the nfl good luck buddy because people will give two cents about your league right after the super bowl because it's usually a two to three week period after that when people are still either pissed or still talking about the nfl or can't wait to march 1st when the new league new year starts yeah uh, you're rushing the league and it's going to fail. I know people are going, oh, the NFL is behind this. Yeah, the NFL is doing this, and they're behind this because of one reason and one reason only. They know that the XFL is a threat. They know Vince McMahon is a threat. So they're trying to cover their asses so they don't look like they are out of the loop. I'm not saying the XFL is trying to compete head-to-head with the NFL, but the XFL its first time around was not, not considered a minor league. They want to be a professional league. And this AFL sounds like when back in the day when you had the evasion, the WCW, and he had the Alliance versus WWF versus ECW, that's what it sounds like. It's the XFL versus Shane McMahon's Alliance. That's what it sounds like <laughs> to me. And we've seen what happened then before. 
And I just have a feeling it's going to happen again because the NFL is scared. They're going to rush a product. And when you rush a product, things happen like the USFL, the WFL. I finally got it right because it happened. And the XFL 1.0. Rant, kind of not over, but you go take the helm, sir. Oh, I think this is far from over. I'm sure we're going to be diving into this as we get closer to not only the XFL's launch, but, you know, the AAF's launch because, well, it is going to get here sooner. It kind of makes me feel bad, like, talking about it because we're an XFL podcast, but it's almost like you can't not talk about this because of what it so clearly is. I really don't think that the NFL actually really does care about this. It, the reason why I say it is because – if they can pull this off just for a couple of years, just enough to wreck the XFL and just take away all its mystique, all the money they can make, you know, take away that hunger for, for a new football league by making your own, even if it doesn't succeed, as long as it takes out the XFL, they can just get rid of it right after that. And that'll be it. And this really, it, it feels that way to me. And on top of that, a lot of people are going to inevitably say, as you told the audience, that, you know, oh, it's backed by the NFL. It's going to work. That doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work. Does anybody remember when the AFL, the Arena Football League, was being shown on NFL Network? I do. I don't really remember watching it that much. But I know that they tried to push that as like a minor league to the NFL, and it failed miserably. Nobody watched it. I mean, of course, you know, you had fans that, you know, love Arena Football League is not a lot, but there are. There is a market there. But it just wasn't big enough, and they couldn't make it work. And I get the feeling that that's what's going to happen with it. Ah, dude, this just reeks of sabotage. Yes, very, very forced. To believe that this had actually been worked on for three years, I find that very hard to believe. Very hard to believe. And you know what I feel like when people say, well, Vince McMahon hasn't said anything. Vince McMahon hasn't done anything. I was like, Vince McMahon is doing what he's doing because he knows that he is doing the right approach, and he knows he already has a fan base. Yeah, we're right here. He has the WWE. He has the XFL. And what what would be? One of my buddies mentioned this to me. He goes, "Would it be funny if the AAFL, whatever you want to call this damn league, the AAF or the Alliance, puts a team in Orlando, (laughs) and then Vince McMahon goes, okay, we'll put a team in Orlando and we'll bring back the original name. The original team of Orlando has tradition from the first year." Those fans will come back because of that. The Orlando like, Rage are back, literally. I was going to say, no Tom Vett. Tom Vett was the general manager of the Orlando Rage. He is one of the executives. That, I find that to be a very strange connection. It, there's so much XFL like in this league, especially now that you have Charlie Ebersol involved, and you know he's going to be the vice father, the greatest promoters, the television promoters of all time. So that guy's going to be a wealth of knowledge. This could very well be a threat to the XFL. But the fact that Vince isn't saying anything, the fact that he's keeping quiet, is actually, I think, a rather good move because I think that the NFL is expecting him to jump at this. To retaliate. Exactly. But here's the question. But I think that Vince is smart enough not to do that. Not yet, anyway. Here's an intriguing or conspiracy. 
What happens if the AAF is actually the XFL? Just rename. I I mean, if if everything worked the way it does, like in wrestling, because if you remember, if you remember, if you remember the end of the documentary, Ebersol Mm -hmm. and McMahon, and they said, if you want to do the league again, will you do it? And he goes, hell yeah. They both did. Said yes. There's a conspiracy there. Huh. Everyone round up about the XFL, and the reason why one buddy brought this up: the AAF is actually the XFL relaunched, but Vince McMahon said he's going to be in the background, and no one knows it's going to be him because he wants to that stay away. That would be amazing. That would be a and, heck and of the, a play. And the, AAF, and the AAF is actually the XFL. So people say, oh, I want to be in this league. So they buy into the AAF. Then all of a sudden when we get to the start of the season, uh, uh, Ebersol is like, oh, I forgot. He's a, I'm the CEO of the corporation. Let's meet the president of the company. And Vince McMahon walks out. <laughs> I, actually, I kind of want to see that now. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'd, I'd pay to see that because that would be an amazing, amazing job. <laughs> because cause I, I watched the first – I've watched the first – well, of course, the major announcement of the XFL when Vince McMahon announced it. And he even said that he's going to get a bunch of experts, which will happen to AF. Full Bill Pullian, Ebersol, and all those individual players. And he goes, those guys are going to do all the leagues. I'm going to sit back and do everything in the background. Vince was nowhere near the kickoff of the AF. I do know Bill Polian was on his wish list of people to get, and Bill Polian for a while, a friend of I was hearing that, that he was going to be the guy. Bill Polian is a good commissioner. Yeah, Bill Polian is a good friend of McMahon. Ebersol is a good friend of McMahon. This seems like it's a, this seems like a WWE staged event. Oh, AFL, AFL is about to kick off, and right where the week before kickoff. By the way, we're changing our name. Welcome to the XFL. <laughs> Dude, you're starting to make a pretty good argument on this. I'm actually kind of starting to buy this. (laughs) I know it's not something to buy. My my buddy mentioned that. He goes, this just screams scripted. Vince McMahon has replied. Vince McMahon knew he was going to get criticism of the XFL. He even stated that he's going to get a bunch of experts to get everyone talking to make rules and regulations. Then he found out that, oh, certain things have – he sees all the the media. He's seen everything, and all of a sudden – the AF relaunched, and the out uh, Alpha Entertainment has been quiet. Vince has even stated in his press conference. If you could go back and listen to it, I guarantee you, listeners back there, go back and listen to his statement. I'm going to sit in the back and I'm not going to be in front of the TV. This screams scripted XFL versus AAF is actually one entity. Well, that leaves me with the question. That leaves me with a question, man. So, like, you're coming up with all this conspiracy. Do you really believe this right now? Because, man, you came came flying out with fire, brim, and fury, you know? Well, I did come out with fire, brim, and fury. Then it just dawned on me. It's like, well, Vince McMahon just – that Vince McMahon said that, wait a minute. And it dawned on me. So, wait a minute. He said he wanted to be – he wanted to get a bunch of experts to talk about it, to get everything going. And he wants to be in the background. He doesn't want to be the face of the league. The AF launched. Vince was quiet. And all of Vince's good buddies are a part of the AF. And so if, you track back like, to, if you track back to the documentary. It's like a mousetrap. Exactly. Track back to the, ma- uh, 
the XFL documentary. They both said, if you want to relaunch XFL, will you do it? And they both said, hell yes. And that just dawned on me from my anger. Then it just, I just, wait a minute, that just dawned on me. What happens if this is just a ploy? Yeah, I'm still mad, and there's still a great chance that the AAF is a threat, and it is just a league by itself, but it makes you think. It makes you think. Vince didn't say anything. Usually Vince is the type of guy that comes out and makes statements quickly, and he stayed quiet. That's what made it kind of interesting. And I'm, I'm, I've been both sides of it. I'm anti-AAF, but at the same time, I'm like, man, this sounds like a scripted WWE event, and we're just waiting for the – uh, we got you at the very last second. So, but then again, it could be uh, XFL versus AAF. So, well, I just like that conspiracy theory right there, which is I will be following that conspiracy theory. But I still am XFL through and through, and I hate the AAF because I think it's a forced league. But then again, we are wrestling fans, and we do know Vince McMahon likes to uh, fake us out. So, interesting. Matt, you know, okay, so we got that conspiracy theory. But maybe less of a conspiracy theory. Let's say that that's not happening, that the AAF is for real. They're really going up against Vince. What do you think is the reason why so many of his buddies would, you know, decide to go up against them? You know, what what could cause that? What would be the reason? I mean, I guess... You know, follow the money is usually the answer, as Mr. Tony Kornheiser typically says on his podcast. You know, the answer to any and all of your questions is money. But there's got to be a little bit more to it. It just seems so backstabbingly strange that Charlie Eversall would decide to create this league, you know, against somebody that he considered like a father figure to him, you know, like Vince McMahon. Back to that documentary, uh, you know, at the very end of it, uh, Dick Eversall and Vince are, you know, sitting there talking and Eversall's like, look, man, you know, I wrote my will that if anything were to happen, that you would take care of my kids, you know, like, I just don't understand how Charlie would go against Vince. Like he loves the guy, you know, would you ever go against like your favorite uncle in the world, you know, in business? Maybe, but but there's a good chance you'd feel like a dick about it. <laughs> dick Eversol. But back to what I was saying, what do you think could have you know caused these guys to turn on Vince like this? Is the was the NFL really that strong, had that much, you know, clout over them, they were able to make them an offer that they couldn't refuse? Hmm, possibly. The NFL is a multi billion dollar corporation and the NFL knows that football is still the number one sport in this country and I honestly think it's not uh, like a backstabbing towards events it's more of a how can I say this yeah I think it was this thing has been you know built up and forced to compete with events but at the same time I feel like the NFL is trying to do this to make to call the bluff to the XFL it's like okay Vince we got all your guys good luck but then again, what happens if we're being all ployed and Vince is just pulling on, you know, the chair under us and say, hey, I'm behind this whole thing and the XFL is really not going to launch and it's going to be the AAF? Possibly. But I really do think you look at the, the executives that this AAF has, 
right off the bat. Some players that played in the NFL have won Super Bowls, and you got Bill Pullen, who was a the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, and I think another NFL team. And of and course, ever saw who was. And Bills Bills. went to four straight uh, Super Bowls. To, uh, yeah, uh, Pullian ran that team. Uh, Did a fantastic well, I have a, job. Yeah, what I have a feeling is that the AAF is they, it's being created to be right now set up as a minor league, in my opinion. But it can also be considered a league to compete with the XFL. Uh, just based on how all of a sudden – through weeks and weeks of, you know, hyping up this podcast and other shows and the XFL show and other shows that, you know, based on XFL and you listen to all the other podcasts and all the XFL news and about, you know, players, cities and situations, you heard not a damn thing about the AF, AF or AAF. And all of a sudden you go to bed one night and you wake up and the AAF has arrived and we're launching a league and it's all the events is ex boys. And you go and you look in the depth and go, there's NFL money behind it, and this is really strange. And, yes, the AF is a threat, and I really don't like how it, you know, is sprung up knowing that the XFL is coming to two years. But at the same time, it was so forced that there's also a lot of loopholes behind it that makes you believe that there is some other powers being played here. And the NFL is trying not to be associated with this, but it's pretty hard that the NFL not be associated when half their almost, well, half of the former Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be the executives of this league. So it's just weird. It's just a lot. You can say there's conspiracy theories like I just did, like there's a good chance that this we're being like uh, faked out. But there's also, this is also a threat to the XFL, but it's, I don't believe it, even though it's, you know, only been a week since it's announced. They already got a TV deal, unlike the XFL. They already have a schedule that they're going to do, unlike the XFL. And they said they're going to announce the cities in three months, unlike the XFL. So it feels like it's rushed. Yeah, and of course it's going to be on CBS Sports of all networks. I don't even get that network. I need to pay the premium sports package. I'm not paying that to watch that. Yeah, I got Sling TV. I don't bother with CBS and all that. I'm very happy with my sports package. Yes, that's why I got. I got Sling TV, even though that's a spot. Any uh, Sling TV <laughs> guys? Uh, yes. Uh, I got the orange and blue package for thirty nine ninety nine. Uh, uh, Sling does not sponsor this podcast, but if you do, if you want to, just give us a little holler. Uh, I like it. Just, but anyways, I just with the AAF, I think it's like. Someone is either in the NFL is like, oh, shit, there's something going. The XFL is serious. Vince is serious about this. Let's try and do something and, like, get all the X NFL players. Or the XF, Vince didn't like the XFL and how it relaunched and wanted to get a better picture or better, you know, framework out to the nation. So he decided to relaunch it with a different name. That is possible. Two options. Uh- you don't know if, like, maybe the NFL came to Vince and, and, you know, maybe they didn't come up, like, afraid or scared but said, look, we don't really want any competition, but we know that you want a successful football league. Why don't we just buy you out, you know? You run it, do your thing, and we'll have a network for it. Either way, we're going we're gonna to make some money off of it, and that's a wrap. 
you got your league, we're not afraid anymore because we'll just buy out the competition. And there you go, Vince. That's a possible scenario. That's something that could have happened. It's, you know, it's kind of telling, though, you look at all the rules and how similar they seem to be to what the XFL was talking about. Uh, like two coaches challenged per team are the only replays that you get. The play clock runs only 30 seconds, which is 10 seconds shorter than the NFL. No kickoffs. Possessions will all start the 20, uh, at each team's own 25-yard line. Touchback rules are the same as it is in the NFL and NCAA. All teams have to do two-point conversions after touchdowns. Like, all of this, like, sounds and feels so much like the XFL. I really, really, like, this and is like a JFK conspiracy theory. Like, and I'm that's diving why, into this. And because c- I read the stuff and I, I watched the press conferences both today again. And I'm just so anchored that the AAF is coming back or come come to existence. And then it dawns on me, wait a minute, Vince McMahon said in his press conference that I'm going to get a bunch of experts together. We're going to talk about it and we are going to, you know, get this league going and I'm going to be in the background. That's why I said the conspiracy is that the American Alliance for, or Alliance American football, wherever it is, what's it called? The American Fo- Alliance football. Alliance of American Football. The Alliance of American Football versus the XFL. And the only reason why I said Alliance of American Football and the reason why I said Shane and the Alliance, he wants a well, war. it's obvious, the Alliance. That's that. He wants a war. He's getting that damn WWE script in there. That's why it's like the Alliance. What an odd name to have for a football league. Then I looked at some old WWF stuff. You got the Alliance. And I'm like, oh, my God. The Alliance versus the Extreme? Are you kidding me? There is something behind this. Yes. As time progresses, we'll find out more information. But as of right now, the AA, the, the Alliance – I'm just going to call it the Alliance. The Alliance is a threat to the XFL, but at the same time, is the Alliance, the WC, WCW wrestlers that are paid by the WWE, actually a part of the XFL? And well, they both man, merge together and become the WWE, so they both come merge together and become the XFL. That's something that we're going to have to find out in time. That's But either intrig- way, it's exciting. It's intriguing. Even though my hatred, always- I, it's like, I, I still think it's a threat, period. But there's so much damn connections with the XFL with all these people that are associated with the launch of this league. It makes me wonder that this is just a relaunch of the XFL version two. Because if you look at the AAF website and the XFL website, right now. they both look similar. The design, the concept. Yeah, I'm going to XFL 2020 right now as well to Maybe. kind of compare and contrast. Both websites look very similar. They are very similar. much similar. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking right you. at it. They're very similar. The AAF has a great chance of being the biggest, biggest, biggest. Not really biggest, biggest, biggest. Has there ever been like a pull out of the chair type of moment in sports? Oh, yeah. You can also say that LeBron James picked Miami step four. The websites look very familiar. The designs of them. 
They yeah, looking at has... spot for spot, they really do. It would be like the greatest troll job. It's almost like they, they just decided to use the XFL as a practical joke, which would kind of make a bit of sense because, you know, when Vince did the press conference, it wasn't your traditional, you know, you know, 20, 30, 40 reporters in front of you with cameras. He Boy, did it just what? in front of a guess stage. What? It, it was very cheap and economical. <laughs> it Ladies could very and well boys and girls, in two years, nope, nope, correction. In one year, the Extreme Football League will be back as the Alliance. Vince is playing <laughs> with us, boys. He is playing with us. <laughs> Kayfabe is and, life, man. Yep, yep. He's done that. And that's what I know it's like. And the thing is, if you look at Twitter over the last couple of weeks, or last couple of last couple of days, excuse me, not last couple of weeks, last couple of days, the acceptance of the alliance has been more positive than the relaunch of the XFL. The websites look familiar. The alliance has XFL connections. They want eighty-eight teams to start off. Familiar, interesting, new rules. Same concepts as the XFL and gameplay. And they Come want to on, make sure that everything's short. Yeah. They want to keep and, the games at about 150 minutes instead of the typical 180. This, yes, the AF, if it's by itself, good job. You have the concept. You're still in XFL's ideas, but you have the concept. But if Senor or Fewer Events is behind all of this, he just became a god. He just skipped the legend mode and just became a Super Saiyan god instantly because that would be the biggest troll ever. And it would be something that Vince is known to do. He's done it in the WWE, and it would be pretty intriguing if it's possible. And I wish we have callers to come in here and actually talk about this to us because we actually have decent points. I was going, This show was about to start about the springtime war about the AAF versus XFL, but come talking about between me and you, it sounds like we're being freaking faked. If they did that, then, man, we're going to have to change the title and everything about this podcast. <laughs> what, the Extreme Football Podcast to the Alliance Football Podcast? Uh, that'd be simple. Or the Extreme I Alliance? <laughs> i have to come up with, like, a new intro music and everything. <laughs> I have to add in the alliance with Shane McMahon and get his sound bites and all that. Little Sean Stasiak. <laughs> we could totally yep. make it work. Dude, this but, is so. We could just keep going down this rabbit hole forever. But I think the time is coming up for a quick little break. Yes, that is for sure. So, anyways. We are going to have a quick short little break and come back. We do have some DMs or a DM, and we'll get to the extreme hot take of the week. Then we'll get to more digging down this rabbit hole of this intriguing. Is XFL really playing with us? Anyways, sir, what is up for the XFL and your extreme hot takes this week? Well, as always, we got a new extreme hot take, and we're going to be talking about some bets. A little bit of gambling going on in this U.S. of A. Could the XFL possibly do something with that? Is there a market that they could hit with that? Well, that's what I'm going to bring up. So, lay it on them, J-Dash. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this week's Extreme Hot Take. We'll be back after this short message. Uh 
the we're getting really played by the American Alliance, American Football, wherever you want to damn it. It's going to take me a while to get used to the name, but the AAF, if it's the actual XFL, we may have to change our name to the podcast. But no matter what, I want to do say this. We are now the first official podcast of both leagues because we think there's a conspiracy being played, even though we are strictly going to stay with the XFL because, damn it, we're fans of the original XFL. But this week's DM is presented by Just Bring It Wrestling Show. Come join me and, of course, or come join the Wrestling Movie Guy and myself for the wrestling preview show, review show of Raw and SmackDown. We're getting close to WrestleMania. Come join us Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. We'll break down this week's action of the WWE. Is the WWE actually going to fake us out again? Like maybe the XFL? But anyways, come join us Wednesday night as we preview this past week and we read the last week or preview the feeling week, whatever. Of course, in two weeks, WrestleMania will be upon us. And in two weeks, we will not have a show on Sunday night because of that. So today's DM is from David, and he states, do you guys realistically see both the AAF and the XFL both staying as two separate spring football leagues or Hmm. eventually see a merger merged right into one major league under the XFL banner with the AAF going to events and be a control to run everything. Hashtag XFL 2020. Thank you, David. Uh, I think think? that's interesting. Uh, You know, I was, I was thinking about that. Can these two actually coexist? That's a tough thing to say because oversaturating the market is a big risk. And if you go right from the Super Bowl to a week after you have two football leagues starting up at the exact same time that are completely unaffiliated, but if they're, if they are truly separate, they will be unaffiliated with each other and you're going to have to keep track of two leagues, two separate set of stats, two separate set of standings. It's going to be a lot to juggle for most people. They're either going to choose one or they're going to choose the other. Kind of like with the Monday Night Wars, you had WCW people and you had WWE people or WWF people at the time. So I think that eventually one of them is is going to die. I don't think that there will be enough room for two leagues, especially right after we've had the Super Bowl. Uh could they merge together? That is something that would be very interesting. I think that that could happen. I mean, it happened with the AFL and the NFL back in the 60s. Good old Willie Joe Namath had a lot to do with that because the two leagues were trying to outspend each other. And were like, you know what? We're going to run each other to the ground. It was going forced. And now we have the NFL. I don't think that the XFL or AAF or a- AXFL – I don't think that they would ever get to as big as the NFL. I think there's a chance that they might, but nah. Uh, I I would see them coming together would probably be best for business if they decide that they're going to keep going with two leagues. I think that it would be inevitable that they would have to merge together. That's pretty... I agree to most of, most of that, but Mm-hmm. You can look at other sporting events or sporting leagues events. What the hell? Uh, sporting leagues like the Indoor Football League, the American Indoor Football League, the Arena Football League, and the National Arena League. Those are four current 
arena football slash indoor football leagues going on. They all play at the same time, and they're located in different parts of the country. Those leagues compete with each other every time, every year. And, of course, they're not getting 19,000 or 20,000 people in the stadium. They're barely getting crap. Some stadiums they even put 1,000 in the seats. Um, but they don't merge. The Arena Football League at one time did merge. They brought some of the top teams from the AF2 up to the Arena Football League, and they got to, I think, about like 17 teams or 18 teams. I, I lost track. Then they start paying their players big-time money, like NFL contracts, and they kill the league. Then the AFL, of course, relaunched again, and it's still struggling. Um, but if the AAF is going to be a league that's going to start right after the Super Bowl, uh, you're going to expect them to com- still be competing against NFL crowds right after the end of the Super Bowl. Yes, the, we Americans love football, and we will watch football no matter what, but the layover after the end of the Super Bowl to the following week, there's really no you know layover. There's like, oh, we just, okay, whatever. If the AAF wants to survive and if the XFL wants to survive, the objects of them is to, A, compete with each other within the same time frame. And don't put it right after the Super Bowl. Stupid idea for both teams. Both that is teams. a big mistake. Uh, because it will take at least two to three weeks for America to start craving football again. And when the original XFL was launched, it was about two weeks after the Super Bowl. So then that was actually – but it was the only thing that was hyped up then. And of course, you know what happened with the XFL. But can both of them merge and they give the rights to Vince McMahon? Possibly, if we take the conspiracy theory out of it. Do I see both leagues coexisting with each other? Maybe. But I honestly think this is going to happen. The AAF is going to have the first league, first year, and it's going to fail. But if it's switcheroo, the same eight teams that were in the AAF switched, and they become XFL teams in 2020. So, therefore, yeah, yeah, no. That's another stupid conspiracy. Uh, can they exist? Yes. Can they merge? Absolutely. And if you want to talk about type of mergers, like you can compare it to like the throwback, the ABA and the NBA, how like a selected teams of the ABA merge with the NBA. It'll be the same way if they, let's say, in 2022 or 2023, both the XFL and then the AAF are still competing with each other. I could see like a merger, like either like three teams go to one league or vice versa. But given Vince McMahon the the rifle ownership of the league, uh, hopefully by then they're in a franchise type of mode and there's multiple ownerships. But theoretically, there's a chance. But, but damn it. Competition is well, good for the sport, but you have too many football Competition is good. Competition is good, but oversaturation is a bad thing. Yeah, correct. Okay, oversaturation can, can wreck everything. The, uh, like correct. one thing I, I kind of got to disagree with you on is what you were saying about the ABA and the NBA. The reason why you can't really compare this to that is because yeah, it was the ABA versus the versus the NBA. They didn't have an even bigger batter. NBA above them, you know, like say whatever it was called, the XNWA, you know, which is the top of the world, you know, they're sitting up here and then you got these two leagues. You can't really you know, compare that because the NFL is already at the top and you got these two smaller leagues. 
what was going on with the ABA and NBA was probably more comparable to what was going on with the AFL and the NFL. They were the two shows at the time. There was no bigger dog than them. Yeah, but so, the NBA guess, looked down on the ABA. Yes, yes, they did. But at the same time, the ABA had, like, they were drawing, like, large crowds. Like, some of the teams obviously didn't make it, you know, when they merged because they just weren't uh, successful enough. But there were ABA teams that were extremely so the successful. Tropics didn't make it? No, I like to think yeah. that they did. Poor Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good movie. Very, very underrated that. movie. That's one of his most underrated movies, I think. That and uh, what's the other one when he's uh, Anchorman 2 well, is over- underrated. Anchorman 2 but, is also quite funny. The movie we're talking about, in case y'all didn't know the reference with with the Flint uh, Tropics, that is Semi-Pro. If you have not seen Semi-Pro, if you heard nothing but bad things about it, but you've never actually seen it, go check that movie out. It's got a lot more heart than you're going to expect. Hey, guys, hey, guys, really, guys, really guys, 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 don't make a sound. He knows when you're angry. Kind of panic. Kind of panic. <laughs> Halftime shows, that's what made the whole the whole movie. But we're getting off topic, but anyways, think of that. I got to watch that now because of Semi-Pro. Yeah, now I got to watch that movie again. Yeah, it might be. But what were we were talking about? Uh, here too. <laughs> well, basically, uh, you know, the mergers and whatnot, uh, how the XFL and the AAF, I'm so used to saying AFL throughout the years, AAF, uh, how are going to coexist? You got your AFL. I got my WFL. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I can't forget about the UFL as well. That, uh, this also kind of reeks of UFL. I was actually going to say that earlier, but this whole thing with the AF also reeks of the UFL. If nobody remembers that, I can understand, but I know that there were certain cities that love their UFL teams, but overall, that league, it was a mess. It was not properly marketed. You barely ever saw it on television if you did. Uh, God, what was it? TSN, I think it was on. I disrespect TSN, but I could never <laughs> find those games. I actually wanted to watch some UFL games. I was like, oh, an alternative to the NFL? Okay, I'll, I'll check that out. Never we, got just got anything, really. we just got uh, an awesome tweet. We just got an awesome tweet from a listener. Uh, uh, I, 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 I posted, of course, I posted the, the tweet. Uh, the AFF is the – see, I'm fucking that up too now. The AF is the XFL. Call the show, give us our thoughts, and the guy puts a image of a gif or gif of the hell in a cell going down on the ring. Yes, <laughs> you're the MVP there, my friend. Yes, let's go. Yes, I that love it. Fantastic. That. <laughs> uh, that, that was perfect with the, the hell in a cell. So we're all getting deployed. Yes. <laughs> Just waiting for the Undertaker to come out on the bottom of the ring, but. Uh. We'll have to follow homeboy. Maybe uh, <laughs> hey, right That's what's up. And you are followed there, sir. There you go. Well, <laughs> so what else? What other conspiracies can we get into? Because, like, other than that, there's not a whole lot of news that's been going on. Not any, not any words about any teams. No. Nope. Uh, you know, just a few articles here and there. It's a lot of speculation. Have you gotten any but, word from your sources down in Orlando? Uh, the guy, I, I, I sent him a text, and he's, like, too busy uh, working uh, the Orlando City soccer matches. So he's busy down there. I mentioned about the AAF, and he just goes, uh, I'm too busy doing MLS stuff. So 
he's not. Hmm. He, I kind of, when I went off on him about giving him giving me bad information about Kirk Cousins a couple of weeks ago. Um, he really, really doesn't want to get back into the spreading the rumors. So I understand that. I think he kind of is mad, but anyways. Eh, you know, it happens. We understand, but that's just how it is in the world of sports. Every, there's a rumor here and there, and next thing you know, it spreads like wildfire. I was actually playing NBA 2K18 uh, yesterday in general manager mode, and uh, one of my assistants comes up to me and tells me that uh, one of my other assistants was blurbing out about how we really needed to get this one player from uh, Detroit. I can't remember what his name is right now. Uh, they're telling me, oh, yeah, we got to get this guy. And I need to talk to them and tell them how to keep it all quiet and don't spread around rumors. You know, that stuff can blow up very quickly. So I can totally understand why your source probably got a little uh, mm-hmm. trepidatious about speaking about And if you're listening, I appreciate any, everything he's provided us with. And sorry and, about that, Kirk thing. And we have some breaking news. Ooh, what you got? Ladies and gentlemen, the breaking news is presented by nothing, because no one presents any damn thing for us. Anyways, the Final Four has been official. Kansas, Villanova, Loyola, Chicago, and Michigan. That is the Final Four for the college basketball, seeing that we went to basketball there for a second. Got to get the Final Four out there. Congratulations to the four teams. I want to congratulate my alma mater, Florida State University. Hell of a fucking run, guys. Hell of a damn run. I'm proud of you. Now we can actually get to a sport that we're actually damn good at, and that's baseball, in which my boys beat New York Carolina Tar Heels this weekend. Won the series. But anyways, lay low to Chicago. Hell of, hell of a trip to the Final Four. I'm going to be jumping on your bandwagon because you know what? I love the fucking small mid-major schools making some noise in the fucking dance. Uh, Kansas, Nova, don't give two craps about you. You're you're all, you're always in the league eight. You're always in the final four. You're like damn Golden State Warriors. You're always in the NBA finals. We're getting tired of seeing you there. But anyways, final don't hate four. Hate the player. Michigan. Hate the game. Yeah, uh, Michigan. Congratulations on being my uh, Florida State Seminoles. You guys had a good team. I'm just surprised that my Seminoles even made it to the Elite Eight. I'm proud of them. People are trying to talk trash to me. I was like, hey, we're freaking Florida State. We're not a basketball school. We're a baseball and football school. Basketball is just like, uh, get to the tournament, make some noise. They got to the tournament, and they made some noise this year. Unfortunately, Final Four is set, and crap, by the time we do our podcast next week, we don't know who will be playing the National Championship game. But anyways, uh, what's your thoughts on this year's crazy March Madness? Virginia's out. I'm out. <laughs> That's kind of what happened to me. Uh, I, I, You know, I kind of root for certain teams here and there i don't pay too too much but I, you know i kept up i know that i know that duke was playing sounds like they didn't make it i kind of root for duke because i i know a lot of people are going to hate me for this but i love christian leitner that guy is such a dick he was the best bad guy heel basketball player that could still back it up man like as as mean a person as he was on the court that guy made every shot that he needed to i can't hate on that so i like to kind of root for duke but it looks like they're out uh i think at this point i'm just going to go for michigan you know the fab five whenever i think of michigan that's the first thing i think of and i guess i'm gonna be rooting for michigan i don't mind kansas they got some pretty colors (laughs) i like the the uniforms uh that's about all i know uh villanova you said uh made it too right 
But Villanova is Nova. usually pretty solid. And what was the smaller school? Lelola, Chicago. Lelola, Chicago. Wow. Uh, I never thought I'd ever hear that in the Final Four. I don't even know a lot about college basketball, but I know that that is a smaller, much smaller school. Just makes me think of how that last spot should have gone to Virginia. But no, they had to crap the bed. That went so badly. <laughs> That's why I stopped paying attention. That, that stung, you know. I was working at the bar doing my job, and I look up, and I was like, oh, this is a really close game. But yeah, Virginia, they'll, they'll come out with this. You know, 20 minutes later, ah, what happened? Down by 20, and then that was a wrap. So, yeah, uh, go Michigan, I guess. And that's pretty much all I've got to say about that. No, well, it happens. Also, yeah, there's other the other news is that uh, by the time this, this week, I think it's the final week of the National Hockey League final regular season. The playoffs are about to start. Some interesting matchups are starting to form. Hockey oh, you mean time for the Washington Capitals to choke season? Yeah, it happens usually in the second round. It happens every uh, my, year. Yeah, the, my Bruins are either out in the first round or they make it all the way to the damn finals and lose in the finals. Uh, NBA, of course, is getting intriguing. I uh, found out news that Steph Curry may miss the first round of the postseason, which could put a wrench into the Western Conference pitcher in the postseason. Uh, That's going to make things very interesting. Yeah, I am going to be watching that for sure. But let's go Wizards, baby. Should have won the other night, but let's go Wizards. Uh, looks like you guys might have a first-round date with uh, Cleveland if it's how it's situated right now. But anyways. It is looking that uh, way. Yeah, it's starting to look like that. What else is interesting? Well, no XFL news. The draft is starting to get here pretty soon. We're going to be seeing some great, uh, unique things. In a couple episodes from now, we will be discussing some draft picks. From the NFL, yes, we are an XFL podcast, yes, we love football, and yes, we will be discussing some draft picks that just happened. Either it will be Thursday, it will be four days, the whole draft will be completed, we'll talk about our winners, our losers, the best trades that happened, the oh my god moments, and what the hell are you doing moments of the draft. Also, some other talks because All we're getting to the time of year. including Cleveland, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, Who's Cleveland going to ruin this year? Sorry, Cleveland. Um, of course, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs. We're getting to a very entertaining time of the year. And also, Thursday night, first pitch of the 2018 Major League Baseball season. Of course, you're going to say go Nationals or go Orioles because that's your local teams. Go both. And I I'm all both. about the Boston Red Sox. J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, uh, Benatende. Uh, do I think the Yankees are going to win the American League East? Yes. Do I think Ooh. the Red Sox and the Yankees are making the playoffs this year? Yes. Do I see the Houston Astros repeating? Yes. So there you go. That's my prediction of the, the Major League Baseball. But I'm the one of those fans that will watch basically 90% of the games. Not 9% of the games, like, all oh, every fucking baseball game, every team. No, I have my strict package for my Major League team, my Red Sox, and I watch about 90% of it. Um, either I'm listening to it or watching it because I love fucking baseball. It's, I, it's, it's my pastime. I love football and baseball. I love all the dance sports. So, anyways, besides from that, besides our conspiracy theories, we will look into more in-depth about 
this AAF and its strange connections with the XFL, which we kind of, you know, broke today's show. Uh, thank you to David for the DMs. Thank you for the extreme hot take, but we're going to try and get the show done in five minutes. So let's do our final takes of the day. What is on your mind that you want people to know, sir? Ooh, well, well, really well, well, well. Where to begin? So many things. Well, for one, what you just said all about all that baseball, all I heard was Orioles are screwed. Them O's are screwed. There's way too much talent going on in Boston and in New York for them to have any chance. But besides that, let's get back to some XFL. At the end of the day, I don't really want to hate the AAF. I actually would love to have three football leagues. I think that that actually would be really cool, you know, and if they could ever get it worked out as such kind of like an English premier league where you have like three divisions below premiership, if something like that could be worked out, I think that it would help football itself as a business and entertainment for fans like immensely, because if you have three leagues all going on at once, Think about how many people who 10, 15, well, when the XFL wasn't going on, mind you, say there's only one league, say 10, 20 years ago, could not make it in the NFL. That was it other than going to, you know, a minor league, you know, a very small regional kind of program, professional program. This will definitely help football. It'll provide more players with jobs It'll provide more assistance more assistance and coaches, you know, the press, this is going to be more money for everyone. So if they can figure out a way to make this work, football is definitely going to be bigger than it's ever been. And I think that I'm going to end it with that as my final take. My final take of the day is nothing to be discussed about the XFL, American football or league or whatever you want to call it, alliance. Whatever, I gotta get used to that damn name. Uh, my take, um, yeah, my take is uh, going to be straightforward. Today, I went uh, shopping, of course, grocery shopping, picked up a couple things, and uh, and of course, I went to go buy some laundry detergent. Got to do some laundry. You got to do that. Keep your clothes nice and clean and fresh. I got ID'd today for buying fucking Tide Pods. Are you kidding me? I'm not being mad. I'm not being, you know, how? I am an adult. Why are you IDing me for Tide Pods? Then it dawns on me. Oh, these dumb millennials are using Tide Pods as a challenge, and they're killing themselves or getting themselves very sick. So now we're IDing each other, IDing me to buy Tide Pods, to just buy Tide Pods to wash clothes. And I even asked the lady in the... About why are you asking the ID? She goes, it's a security measure. Uh, we want to keep uh, you know people safe. And I'm like, yeah, you do know the people who are buying these Tide Pods are legal age. And no matter if you ID them or not, they're still going to do it. I was like, oh, we're going to just do it. I'm like, okay, whatever. It was just kind of odd that I bought no alcohol, no nothing. And I get all this stuff. And she goes, can I see your ID? And I'm like, why are you IDing me for? She goes, uh, you're buying Tide Pods. We need to see if you're legal age. I'm like, Right. <laughs> I'm like, there's an age limit now to buy laundry detergent? And she goes, oh, it's a new policy. And I'm like, 
So, we can march by the thousands for, you know, you know, major events. But we are getting now ID'd for products that say on the bag, do not consume deadly, and you have to ID people because they don't have stupid common sense. I understand being ID'd for cigarettes or alcohol or for certain other items. Being ID for Tide Pods? Uh, I, I don't know what the world's coming into these days, but it's kind of odd in my opinion. But You know, I think that um, the film Wayne's World put it best with the immortal words by the CEO of the company. Kids know dick. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> Kids are stupid. so. So, <laughs> listeners, thank you for listening today. As you know, we're six episodes into the Extreme Football Podcast. We've already have three other episodes for the Fast Lane Review Show, the, extru- the Elimination Chamber for Flu. Well, flu, really, Elimination Flu Show. What the Elimination Chamber? <laughs> Get it out of your mouth, James. Elimination Chamber Review Show, Fast Lane Review Show, and the Just Bring It Podcast, which we will have Wednesday night. That's our that is our strictly WWE talk. Uh, Raw tomorrow, SmackDown Tuesday, and we'll break it down on Wednesday, and we'll get ready for WrestleMania. But besides from that, besides my conspiracy theory, which I will start really digging into because it's so juicy with conspiracies. Time to start putting down. on our foil hats. Yep. Um, there's just too many loopholes, and I think there's still a lot of stuff that needs to be uncovered here. And do – if you don't believe us, ladies and gentlemen, watch the XFL documentary. Watch both press conferences. Watch the AAF press conference first, then the XFL press conference. Then go watch the the documentary. Fast forward it to the last five minutes. Then look at both websites. And if you don't tell me that there is some crazy connections between those, then I want to know what your thoughts are. But basically what I saw from my own eyes, very intriguing. And there's very – Looking fishy. And it's very fishy. We'll look into it. We'll de- deep in. And here's the thing. If AAF puts teams in cities like Birmingham, Orlando, San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, New York, San, uh, Las Vegas, again, connections. We're still a year out for the one, two years out for the other. question is now, is one of these the other or one of these the both? One thing about sports and one thing about the WWE that we love, conspiracies are everywhere. And this could be just one big conspiracy job by the man who creates it for a living in the World Wrestling Federation or entertainment, no matter what generation you looked at. Anyways, that's it for tonight's episode. The Springtime War, AAF versus XFL. Tune in Wednesday for our Just Bring It podcast wrestling preview slash preview show and next week we'll dig into more of this interesting juicy topic i'm jay dash 
That's the wrestling movie guy. Hey, we'll time see. to crack a beer. And that actually sounds pretty good. And uh, we'll see you Wednesday night. See you next time, guys. Oh, I'm touching myself tonight. I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.